And we're live. <laughs> so, um, hey guys, me and my friend Brooke are back again with another video. Well, hey, hey. episode. Episode. Of trauma. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So, this time, I forgot what we were talking about last, but. Should we recap real quick? Yeah, I guess. You okay. want to take the lead? Hi, I'm Brooke. Um. I moved from San Antonio to Miami to do college. I have <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We're not going to go that slow. But um, I am a trauma survivor. I have had lots of it. Um, and then I've had a lot of experience in treatment centers and mental hospitals. <laughs> and socks uh, be comfy though. What? Them socks be comfy though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they do. They are. I mean, um, and yeah, I'm uh, grateful to be here. I'm glad to be here. I know lots about trauma and the way our body responds, uh, also the way our mind responds. And I know that therapy plus Jesus equals healing. Yeah. Especially when it's therapy with Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> actually, there's a girl who does that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, she literally, she's in her crew. And I'm not going to give names just because. But she actually, like, sets aside a time have a to have therapy with Jesus. And she, like, I guess she, like, prepares questions <laughs> or like something. And then, like, she just, like you know, once a week has that hour set aside and it's, it's separate from like her, you know, Bible worship journal, whatever prayer time. It's like its own thing. And she said she gets a lot, a lot done. I have those moments where like after the day, all those motions I bottle up, just lay there and talk to God about them. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so before we were basically talking about, we said a little bit about the beauty of trauma, mm. um, but mostly the bad. Now I want to talk about the beauty of it. Because a lot of people see like those moments, like I said in the earlier video um, episode, that where were you, God? Or, you know, like, mm. and that story that you gave me about the vision and God basically opening your eyes to this. Like, you're asking God to open your eyes to this situation. The beauty of that. Let's just, yeah, let's dig more into that. Okay. Um, I think, and one of the things that's so cool is I've noticed that so many of my friends that have trauma mm-hmm. are empaths. They pick up on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually a gene in some of us. That it's like an extra gene, and it makes you a more sensitive person. Mm-hmm. So there are, like, those people that, like, don't have the trauma and all of the things. Although they do get traumatized a lot easier because they are extra sensitive. But I think that what I've noticed is... The people around me that have trauma almost have, like, a sixth sense of what's going on in a room at all times. They're able to pick up on, like, a person's 
demeanor or a person like because I mean especially I'm a child of an alcoholic so I had to walk around on eggs eggshells mm-hmm. um and I am like keenly aware of my mom used to say she was like I would walk in the door drop my keys wrong like just what I, and and you would be at six years old mom what's wrong like you know mm-hmm. just because I I mean I think yes one I am probably born that way but also too like I I had I was I for my safety I had to know what was going on at all times at all times like that moment where you know whose footsteps around the house like oh yeah like I can tell when my mom's walking to my room or when my brother or like it's so if you're observe, very observant without even realizing it. No. Yeah. Because you're trying to, you, it's your way of coping with it. Like I need to be aware that something might happen at every, every, every turn. Right. I have to be aware that of my surroundings. Yes. Like a lot of times my friends would get annoyed where I have headphones on while I'm walking down the street, but to them, they just see it as that's unsafe. To me, I see it as that's my way of coping with just all the loud noises with mm-hmm. ADHD and everything like that. But also, I have my head on a swivel at all points. There's no speaking up on me. Yeah. The the trauma in me, I'm aware that someone could snatch me up at any moment. Right. I'm aware that I could probably end up being hurt, whatever. But because my mind is living in survival mode every five, every every second of my life, right. it's like yeah. it's a bit of a superpower. It's kind of depressing, but it's a big superpower. It is. And, and once we learn how to, like, wield it, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, at first, it's so exhausting because you're, like, literally picking up on everything at all seconds of every single day. And um, I, I, like, had this, like, illustration of, like, if I don't have, if my shield or, like, like my force field around me is if it's like weakened or there's like you know a hole in it i i can't do certain people (laughs) i can't be around because i'm like i don't it's just too much (laughs) sorry this cat is straight up losing it (laughs) um yeah it's just too much it's too much for me to like be around them and feel safe but when I'm good and I've, I'm walking with God and I'm, like, you know, feeling healthy, um, I, I, I could be around just about anybody. Mm-hmm. And another thing, too, is um, I can literally talk to anyone about anything at any time of the day because... I mean, as long as I'm feeling healthy, but, right. you know, but because, and because I understand and I get it and I'm not going to judge and I don't have, I've, I've walked through the things. So I don't have, I, I know that meeting someone with, um, like, not like unkindness or a judgment or meeting somebody with shame is going to only push them further and further and further 
away from not only me but from God. Exactly. And it so there's this like deeper understanding, and it's there's I think we kind of hit on this last episode of like, well, just pull it together, you know, <laughs> like just get it together. Sharp and heal. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, what we call it. Sharp yeah, and heal. Sharp and heal. But but like. We don't actually, like, sorry, um, these cats, man, I'm like, they're, they're all over. It's Speaking like, of the awareness, it's like, I am so hyper-focusedly aware that the cats are <laughs> out and about right now. I don't think my friends understand that. Like, I'll be having a conversation, but if some noise is happening, I'm, like, super hyper-focused on that noise. Yeah. And I, like, yeah, but I get yeah. <laughs> Um... If Dean was here, if my my uh, service animal was here, like, and he wasn't in my lap, I'd literally, like, I can't focus on anything. I'm, like, you know, constantly, like, lo- looking over my shoulder, like, wait, is he okay? Um, but, yeah, so I think that we can, I can have the conversations, I can, like, do, I have I have a gentler heart because of it. I have a more guarded heart in a sense, but I also have a uh, a gentler heart towards people and towards people's sin. Um, like, I have no idea why assert like why people act the way that they're acting, especially if it's like out of character for them. Um, like, I have friends that like are kind of acting a little bit out of character right now and um I just have I have no room to to pretend like I know what they're going through um because I I know there's been times that I've been processing something or going through something and I'm act and I don't even realize that I'm processing and going through something. It's just my actions are different. I'm I'm more like you know I'm like going I'm more um self-conscious or I'm more like I'm going out more or I'm try, I'm like getting drinking or whatever. I'm like not living in the alignment and and I don't understand why. So I think there's it's just it you just extend grace to people um so much more once you've walked through something and you've healed not healed completely but you're on the healing journey i like to say it's one of those moments where you've you've seen the darkness of the world Mm -hmm. and like jesus says now you want to be the light yeah yeah where it's like i've I never want to hear someone cry. Right. Like, of course, cry on my shoulder or whatever, but I've ne- I never want to make you or hear someone cry as those blood-curdling cries mm-hmm. like I did to Jesus. You know what I mean? And to me, I feel like that's, like, like again, a superpower because now I'm more sensitive. Yeah. I'm... A, I wouldn't say a savior because, but I'm, I'm more willing. I I now realize the suffering of this world is 
very detrimental and now I want to be a child of God and not save but protect others from that not only protect but guide them through it now like the trauma I've been through there's some students that I work with um, young young girls where there's stuff that I go through and I'll literally go through through like let's say I'm struggling with lust and as soon as I get through it pray about it whatever I love how God like how they will come to me and be like hey I'm struggling with lust and I'm just like looking up at the sky like Lord you're funny yeah or um in the past I was molested raped whatever and then they come to me and be like hey like um I'm dealing with this and I it's been a while and I haven't talked to anyone about it and I'm here like Lord you're funny because you got me through it I'm healing from it I healed from it and now someone else I can I can help my cup's not empty I can pour right and it's it's the best feeling because it's like okay I suffered through it through it I cried through it I wrote my journal and everything I talked to you about it and now that it no longer hurts when someone pokes at it mm-hmm. it's the best feeling ever right just them asking about it or asking me to share my testimony me sharing my testimony so boldly now to compare it with all the stuff I used to do and did in the past or went through I used to get so worried to tell a Christian another Christian because it's like they tell me theirs besides from yours like other Christians when I first came to Christianity where they would tell me and I'm just like you have no idea yeah <laughs> like you're like I'm not downgrading their pain but like to me it was like that surface level yeah I've been down in their trenches yeah. <laughs> like so it's like being so I guess everyone's goes through the pain I'm not gonna like downgrade it forgive me if that sounds like what I'm doing but the deeper it went in the past there's only one way to go and that's up yeah yeah it's like and as you're growing it's just like you're bringing glory to God because now the beauty of it the beauty of the trauma you can now the world is seeing now that God has you on a pedestal God is showing you off the smile that you never knew how to do back then mm-hmm. the smile that was hidden the, the the pictures you took that were just drained of life yeah. now God is just putting you front row and center of watch what I can do right yeah look at my love look at my child look at the beauty of just being in my presence yeah look at it I, how much I'm capable of. Right. Don't downplay anything. Don't mm-hmm. put me in a box. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking from God's point of view. Right. Um, don't put me in a box, you know? Like, I am your father. And I, you may feel like I wasn't there, but I was watching. I was crying every time where you felt like, God, where are you? I was right there, as you said, protecting you. I was right there, as you said, crying with you. You, those blood curdling cries, I was screaming them with you. Yeah. Those moments where, you know, your enemies were hurting you. I, my wrath was being stored up. (laughs) Their punishment is coming. Yeah. Don't feel like it isn't, but I want you to forgive them because I don't want you. I'm for for God, mind you. There's no no sin can be in him, of course. So. 
for us holding on to that grudge or whatever and that anger and everything it's like we hold on to it it's hurting us but for god he's just like yeah it hurts but um i'm more concerned about your well-being yeah so yeah. don't worry i'm storing up the wrath they will be punished <laughs> but you need to forgive them yeah yeah forgive them because i forgave you yeah and i spoke about this earlier where um it's i did a podcast basically saying like forgive them because yes you did some crazy outworld stuff you went yeah. through some stuff and everything but it just so happened that they who also went through some stuff crossed paths with you yeah hurt you and then kept moving yeah but still it's it, you i'm pretty sure like we all you know hurt people and kept moving so yeah. now it's your turn to forgive and everything and it's the beauty of it is where it's like I've been hurt so many times to the point where it's easy. I wouldn't say it's more easy to just know, okay, just run it off. Yeah. Yeah. Don't dwell on it. You already know how it feels. You've already went. Just, just run it off. Yeah. I feel like I went kind of off topic. But. No, you're good. <laughs> well, I had two things. Um, like, Pain is so relative. So you're you were kind of saying like uh, until me, mm-hmm. other Christian. It's like Christian. Like y'all don't know nothing. Like, right. Like, y'all ain't been through nothing. Oh yeah, I used to steal and lie and all this. I used to fight. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> how do I tell you that I'm just so undeserving of God's forgiveness, but without yeah. downplaying? Yeah. Because I feel like God says every like every sin is equal. Right. But to me, in my head, and my unforgiveness towards myself, I'm just like, how how can I tell you that I definitely deserve help? Right. I don't understand how God loves me so much. Like, right. what did I do to deserve this? Because my whole life was just taking His Bible, His rule, the the rules, the laws, and just ripping pages out wow. one by one. Not not literally, but I did at some point was smoking pages from the bible so i guess literally but like just basically ripping pages out and wiping my behind with it so how how do you love me so much you know what i mean and it's to that point where it's like you've been so traumatized and hurt to the point and and done so much stuff where now god's just filling you with the love and you're just like what do i do to deserve it yeah how can i like what and it gets to a point where you just see someone who's also hurting, who's also been through it, who's also traumatized, who's also done so much. And you're so easy, like you said, with the empathy, you're so easy. You're just head on a swivel and you just spot them from the crowd. And you're just like, let me go show them the same mercy and love God showed me. Yeah. That day I walked into a church, my first day walking into a church, that day where I walked in and God spoke. Yeah. Because I begged for something and he spoke. Let me be that sign that God heard that mm-hmm. person. Okay. I'm switching I'm switching paths. I had two things so I'm gonna the second one. <laughs> no, it's on yours it's on yours. It's just away from what I was saying. Mm-hmm. But um before I moved to Miami, it was actually like days before I moved to Miami, I um was at this um this 
place, it's a nonprofit for sex trafficking in San Antonio called Life Restored. Right. And I had done a like an episode with them before on my testimony and um, basically how God met me where I was. We didn't, and they were so interested and wanted to know so much more um, because basically this video that we did was going to go to the girls and the children, you know, um, there. Because uh, a lot of them didn't, don't know Jesus, and they don't have a lot of hope. And um, I did a four-part series, and it was so rewarding. Because I was finally like, ah, like, I've made it to the other side. <laughs> like, I've made, I have this journey of... Lyme disease and sexual abuse and drug use and mental health, suicidal ideations and suicide attempts and cutting and, and, you know, like figuring everything out. It was just like, I was sitting there telling my story and it was like, wow, I can't even believe that I'm here, that I'm sitting here. And that God still wants me. That God was in it. All of it with me. And that like. Now. I'm getting to tell other women. That are have. Literally been living in hell. Mm-hmm. Probably haven't seen the light of day. Mm-hmm. In years. And. I get to tell them like. Yeah, I wasn't trafficked as a child, but I pretty much lived in a, like, I, 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 yeah, I lived in a very bad situation where I could, that could happen to me, you know, any given night. So, um, it was like, I was able to give them this hope, um, that I don't even know, like, if it really even made sense to me up until that point of, like, of course I knew Jesus. I grew up with Jesus. Like, I grew up going to church. I, you know, I've had moments of falling away, and but my heart's always been his, but I, I think it, it doesn't even make sense until you can give it away. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the healing from trauma, right? And that's part of the good part of trauma is... You're able to... Now I can be of service what like (laughs) now there i can like give this to other people that actually need it i mean of course we all need it we all need the the saving grace of jesus all of us but my heart and you know my heart going forward um is for women that have been through sex trafficking it's been for them Mm -hmm. and women children men that have been through sex trafficking wait so now, because of what I went through as a little girl, because of the horror that I walked through in Brooklyn when I was kidnapped, raped, and with a knife to my neck and beaten, like, because of that, I have more credibility with women that have been living in hell, men that have been living in hell. It's like, you don't even realize 
you don't realize it when you're taking one step at a time. And like, healing is never linear, you know? It's like, you're kind of like, you're like kind of moving upwards, but there's like all these like up and downs and up and downs and up and downs, but like you're kind of moving upwards and you're like 10, one step forward, 37 steps back. Um, but keep, keep trudging. Keep going. Yeah. And, um, and then you get to be this light to some, to people. You get to be this like. This reminder of I can do that too. Exactly. Or, you know, and so I, when I, I lived in um, Seattle for two and a half months or no, three and a half months and um, Seattle is very new age. They're like Buddhists no, yeah. and um, I was there for treatment for Lyme disease. So I would basically get there at seven in the morning and I wouldn't leave until like seven o'clock at night five days a week and it was IVs and it was injections all along my face and it was like your face my face my neck my head down my spine it was intense it was like I was not in good shape Mm -hmm. at all um but every day I'd be so excited to see my friends (laughs) <laughs> and I just, I like, I don't know. Like, even the days that I was, like, throwing up and, like, having Apple to bear. do, like, <laughs> these terrible, awful things, you know. I'd be covered in head to toe from, with bruises and, and um, you know, hours at an IV station. And, and I would just, like, and people kept being, like, Brooke, you're, like, you have this, like, light. You have this light about you. And it didn't make sense to them because they're like, you're, you are in, you're in agony right now. Like you're in agony, but you come in every single day, happy, smiling, smiling. And the days that you aren't, we know something is really up. Yeah. Well, that's so, that's so funny because my doctor, he's like a world specialist, like mad scientist man purposely doesn't remember his patients he only like he's the doc you don't see him like every day you see one of your doctors like every day but you don't see him every day you see him like you know once every two three weeks but he purposely tries not to remember his patients and one day I'm like going in and he's like it's you I'm like, yes, it's me. And he was like, and I was like, I thought you didn't remember your patients. And he goes, well, I remember you. It's, it's something about your aura or your, yeah, like your spirit or something. <laughs> and I was like, in my head, I was like, my Holy Spirit, you know? Like my Holy Spirit. Some of the friend I got up inside my heart. <laughs> Literally, like this guy, like he travels around the world and tries to not remember people, but could not not remember me. No, God was like, I made an imprint. I'm yeah. Going nowhere, buddy. Yeah. So, um,. I just wanted to say something really quick. Um, I felt led to let's keep in mind God is not one to put us through trauma. Right. God is not one to hurt his children. 
but he is a god that is very capable of taking what the enemy meant for evil and turning it into good yeah so we're we're well aware and i hope all of you are well aware that god did not purposely put you in those positions to improve you whatever nothing no but he while we were in the world and what the enemy tries he is he's like okay we got these carbs right watch me make it into into a whole bouquet of flowers yeah we have these seeds let's let's you know plant them water them yeah tender to them tend to them you know what i mean yeah and while we're at it, we're just going to weed those snakes away, the trauma, the all of that. Let's heal that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, let's keep in mind, because I, I felt like to say that we're, we're well aware God didn't put us through it, but he was there with us through it. Yeah, for sure. Um, but to that note, um, so in John, John 9, it's talking about, so Jesus and his disciples are passing by this blind guy. Mm-hmm. And they're like, the disciples are like, Jesus, who sinned, this mm-hmm. man or his parents, that he would be made blind? Because mm-hmm. um, he was more born blind. And Jesus said, neither. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this, this man um, is blind for my glory. Mm-hmm. So that I may make him well. So that my glory could be shown through him. I am the light of the world. That's what Jesus is saying. And I, like it has been a wrestle for me. Because I'm like. I like with being sick. Um, with some of this trauma. I'm like well God why? Mm-hmm. Why? Because some people take it like, okay, so you put me through all of that crap, hurt me, da da da, just to like, you know. But in reality, it's like, no. Yeah. What, what was it my friend told me? It is the biggest slap in the face to the devil for God to take someone out of that darkness mm-hmm. and then send them right back in there to go get more people. Yeah. And. Yeah. I've, I've held on to that. Because I'm like, okay, it now switches my 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 thought process of all of this happened for no reason. Yeah. To all of this happened for a purpose. Yeah. A bigger purpose, something way bigger than me. Yeah. Meaning, if I hadn't gone through all of that, I mean, God would have probably used someone else. But if I chose to not heal or whatever, God would have chose someone else to teach those girls. Right. God would have chose someone else to fix my family. Maybe my daughters or, or, you know, whatever. But because I came to God and realized, okay, I can't change it. And I'm not doing a really good job at healing it with witchcraft or whatever. It's not working. Yeah. It's either, it was literally either life or death. So what what, what was the purpose of it? There has to be something more like why... There's, there's no reason that I'm, I shouldn't have gone through that. Right. But because I did, let's put it to use. Wow. Yeah. Let's help those who the devil still has blinded. 
let's show them like you said let's be the light that hey i have done so much unthinkable undeserving of forgiveness i've been through so much where i don't even know how i forgave that person Mm -hmm. but let me show them let god show them that i saw it all yeah and there's nothing to hide nothing new under the sun i saw it all but now you're called to do more right yeah it's nothing nothing i haven't seen before (laughs) pretty much yeah yeah um i'm thinking like in my head i'm like i know i know so many people are like well this is me (laughs) i'm like okay i know you didn't cause it but why didn't you stop it Mm -hmm. like i know you didn't cause any of this but you definitely could have stopped this and the thing is 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 like um my body isn't a temple for me it's a temple for him right um and like my idea I'm just living in the guest room <laughs> my, exactly my idea of what is good and god's idea of what is good are two different things different things we we think that like Everything in this planet, in this world, is happening because of us, mm-hmm. and, or because, like, for us. Like, God, you're you're doing all of these things, but it's not like if God, if God's main goal, and Pastor Rich said this, Pastor Rich Wilkerson said this. Um, if, that was like an if un- God's like, plug. <laughs> we love him. Um, if God's main goal was to please us then we would be God. Mm-hmm. It's his main, like what his main goal is, is his glory. His glory is the main goal. So like, it's a hard pill to swallow, especially when you're suffering, especially when you've suffered for years, decades. Like it's hard to understand, um, but it's very humbling. It's it, it is very humbling. It is it it makes you rethink like okay, well if this is all for his glory, how do I how can I be the best like like speaker of like his glory? Mm-hmm. You know, cuz I'm not going to waste all this pain. I don't want to waste all this pain and and I've said I was preaching this sermon the other day, and I was like, if I, like, obviously, God isn't going to let me die. Like, he isn't going to let me kill myself. He's not going to let me just be zapped up. Um, although, there's been many times that I've, you know, <laughs> wanted to. Yeah. I, I like, no. Um, so, I'm like, okay, <laughs> darn you, Jesus. Um, Why do you love but, me so much? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well he's like. Girl, I love this world so much because... I love my harvest. Exactly. Like, I need you to do something down here. Um, in, I believe it's like Mark, the man, the demon-possessed man, mm-hmm. right? He comes running down from the tombs. He's been cutting himself. They haven't been able to clothe him. And Jesus heals him. He sends the 
the um, the de demons into the swine, and then like the townspeople come in, come down, and like Jesus, you gotta go. You can't be here. We don't know what kind of sorcery you just did. Like this man is healed, and he's sitting here clothed, and you've healed him, and we don't like that. And so Jesus is like getting on the boat, and he's, he's like, going right. to the other side. He's like, bye. That's my feet off, literally. <laughs> But the demon-possessed man is like, take me with you. That's what he says. He's like, literally, Jesus, take me with you. And Jesus, what does he say? He says, no. You've got work to do. <laughs> He's like, go back to your... And tell them. And tell, tell them. them. Tell them what I did for you, the compassion I had for you. And being children. And... Thank you, Rosary. Like, I'm getting children. Literally. And it's so humbling because you think about that. The people that he's going back to know him as a demon-possessed man. Mm -hmm. Do you know how much he's going to have to, like, like, what kind of balls you have to have to go walking back into this area of people that, like, have written you off? Mm -hmm. And then not only that, but do something so like controversial and be like yeah especially at that time like yeah um i met the messiah mm -hmm. uh he did this like and now they're looking at you like the messiah touched you the messiah was with you and you're just like okay you may not see it but those who have felt like i have like i'm undeserving and everything mm -hmm. now it says it says and all were amazed mm -hmm. And it's, to me, that that could be good amazement, and it could be bad amazement. <laughs> like, it could be, like, it could go either way. But that guy had enough obedience to do what God had called him and to do. And humbled enough to know, yeah. I couldn't have done it on my own. I need to tell the world about the one who could. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, let me say wait, one wait, more wait. thing about this guy. One more thing. <laughs> Like, this guy comes running down from the tombs and falls to his knees. Even demon-possessed, he is falling at the feet of Jesus, which is more than most of us can say. Mm -hmm. Like, we walk around in a clear mind, in a good state, and, like, the thing is, it's like... It, yeah, and this guy is, you know, probably going in and out of consciousness of this demon to him, to this demon to him, and he still knows who Jesus is. And I think that's probably why Jesus chose him. Okay, like, you're going to honor me and bless me like this? Okay, great. I also know that this guy's going to have enough obedience to go and tell everybody. It's like... It's like, what? Like, we just, we're just so focused on our own pain, especially when we're walking through it. We forget about obedience. We forget about the other people that God is trying to meet, that God, God's glory can only get to them through us. <laughs> my job. <laughs> no, my job. 
um, two things I'm like kind of trying to remember. Um, the first one was I watched this movie. It's called The Shack. Yeah. Oh, such a great movie, uh, bro. So when I say God spoke to me, and He's still speaking to me through that movie. There was a part where he was wondering why God, why, mm. why, yeah. and I'm bringing this back to like the why God, and it's like, why not? Yeah. And I know how like that sounds, but why not? Yeah. Because I know they say like what doesn't kill you makes you stronger and whatever and like some people take that as such a cliche but imagine I'm trying to remember what I was going to say but take my tongue Lord imagine walking through life right realizing not only do you kind of have nothing to lose because you did lose it all like Joe <laughs> imagine but knowing i have a god that gave me back it all and more wow and i've suffered so much and like we spoke earlier where i've suffered so much to the point where all i now have is forgiveness like just giving mm. and why not because trying to remember what I was going to say. <laughs> trying to jog my memory. Hold on, I'm so sorry. But why not? Right. Because without the darkness, how can you see the light? Right. Without the darkness, how can you know there is light? Without the light, how can you know there's darkness? Yeah. Yeah. So if life was and i mean yes i get that god created the world and he didn't intend he wasn't really he didn't really want sin to enter but he knew it was gonna happen yeah so he prepared for it already you know jesus came whatever and well not whatever but jesus came saved us from ourselves and now because there's sin in the world yeah god will use the sin we did or the sin we've been through to show others that you're already saved from it stop holding on to it it's not what you need trust me yeah it's not gonna save you it's not gonna fix anything it's not gonna feel that void in your heart right wow and just like that man coming down from the caves and running knowing deep down in his heart i can't do this by myself they've tried yeah this this person prayed over me you know and it didn't work this person tried rebuking and it didn't work. Right. This person tried it all. I've tried the drugs. I've tried cutting myself. I've tried ripping these chains off myself. Right. I've tried cutting these demons out of me myself. Wow. I've tried taking my life. It's not working. Wow. But we have and behold, this Messiah just comes. And I know deep down, every single one of us, God says, it's, it's written on our hearts. Every single one of us knows, but he can. Yeah. And now that he's done it, there's proof. I'm living proof. Right. Who am I to sit here and keep it to myself? Yeah. So good. I've been through so much and he's, and we're screaming, why God, why us, why us? And it's why? 
Because now the person, all the persons that are other over there screaming, why us? Why am I going through this? No one cares who, like, I should just end it. Like, oh my gosh. Like, you know, like those people, you're screaming, why you? And I'm, and Jesus is screaming, why them? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's way bigger than we thought. And for some, it may be like, um, you know, but why do I have to suffer for someone else? And it's like, okay. Remember that person that came to you and brought you to church? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The same way the devil likes to... There was this uh, video I saw where the devil was basically saying my best campaign is the, the the pride campaign or like the sex before marriage. Mm-hmm. Where basically you rape, rape one, they're going to grow up, probably continue raping or, or join the sex industry. And now someone else is like enticed by sex and, and the cycle just continues. Yeah. And God's like, okay, heal one. The other one goes out and heals. The other one goes out and tells. The other one goes out and shares. The other one goes out and and preaches. The other one goes out and shows. I went through hell with Satan. Yeah. But now I'm going to heaven with God. And I want you to come with me. I'm eating at the table and I need you there with me. Yeah. I'm eating at the table because I've been so broken, so hurt, so down in the trenches. Yeah. But I found, oh my gosh, thank you, Holy Spirit, Lord. But I've, I needed this so much. I didn't realize how much I needed this. I've been so lost. Mm -hmm. But there is someone who sees me, saw it all. I'm talking about the moments where I thought no one was in the room. Yeah. Where I thought no one cared. Where I thought this was the only way that's going to fix it. Let me just smoke this joint real quick. Yeah. I can't focus or function. Let me smoke this joint real quick. I can't deal with this pain right now. Let me pop this tab, this acid. Let me let me go have sex. Let me go do this. And this whole time I'm thinking, I can't do it. So yes. something else can. Ooh. Without realizing, yes, I can't do it, but I was never meant to do it alone. Yeah. And now that I found that out, let me go tell those people who think the drug's going to fix it. Sex yeah. is going to fix it. Cutting is gonna fix it. Yeah, I've tried it, buddy, and it's 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 beautiful because it's like now you're like, like you said, they they can relate to you more because hey, I have cuts all up and down my arms and legs. I have burns that I did myself to myself. Yeah, I have so much self harm all written on my body. Yeah, the scars are there. Yeah, can't hide them. Yeah, not anymore. Yeah, and I don't want to. Yeah, you look at them and you say, oh, you used to cut. Yeah. Yeah, I did. But I know a God that kissed each and every one Ooh. of those scars. And that's just, that's right. There's, they are scars now. Mm-hmm. They're scars they're now. They're no longer bleeding. They're no longer bleeding. They're no, lo- they're no longer painful when you touch them. You know why? Because, and. Put your, like, do you, like I think it was Pastor Rich who said it. Put your hand in my side. Yeah. Put your hand there. Because no it's blood. a scar. <laughs> Is a scar now. And I'm not saying, like, so much of this, like, I want to preface it this, so, or, like, preface it this, so much of this is based on where you are in your healing journey and where you are with your trauma. Because it can be, it can seem so, like, I'm turning this off. When you hear somebody say, well, why... You, you're asking why I'm asking why not it can it can seem so even when I'm just saying right now like put your hands on my scars it's like and it doesn't hurt anymore because they're scars but it's like uh it still hurt like 
you can I can just hear somebody because that used to be me mm-hmm. of like uh, it's so yeah it's still freaking hurts. and you know what's beautiful about that where God was just speaking um yeah it hurts but guess what God can still use you yeah exactly it's still healing but God can still use you yeah yeah you're not you're not counted out just because you're still healing you're not counted out just because you're still bleeding you're not counted out because you know. I'm, 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 you're not lacking, I would say. Right. With God, you're never lacking. Yeah. So yeah. even while ble- bleeding, you're still able to help. You're still able to teach. Yeah. You're still able to show. Because mm-hmm. remember, I think it was Mary where, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but she messed up. Mm, that's in the chosen yeah in the chosen yeah but i'm saying like just in still the chosen show, that's what i'm saying but still showing like um yeah not in the bible that's why i said forgive me if i'm wrong but we all still mess up yeah that doesn't count us out god is still like he's still like i love my harvest right as long as you're coming running back you're still you're still chosen yeah yep you're still able to be used traumatized and, and hurt and, and crying and all of that like I see it I'm trying to heal it with you I want to heal it with you yeah but just because you run back and I'm not encouraging people to run back to, to what you were using as a coping skill but me as a person when I did try running back to sex or whatever and and automatically before I even got to it realizing that's not gonna help me mm-hmm. go the other way buddy <laughs> Do a U-turn real quick. Yeah. You were already where it was or where it was working. Yep. And that doesn't disqualify you. Yeah. I love that you just said, go back to where you were. It was already working. That's where it was working. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, um, as believers, we get to this point where it seems so mundane and like your problems are coming at you like and you're like okay I've I've prayed I've read my bible and there is still an unease in me there is still this like and and I love another thing Pastor Rich like Pastor Rich you getting shouted out right now Pastor <laughs> um, Rich <laughs> what okay but um my friend used oh. to say, give it to me, Rich. And we would look at, like, at her like she's crazy. But it's like it's kind of funny because he's like giving the truth. Like, <laughs> give it to me, Rich. <laughs> but, yeah. um, uh, put me back on track. What was I saying? I'm the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so basically, um, you were saying, you were adding to what I was saying about... Dang it, Pastor Rich. <laughs> Look what you You're did. ruining the podcast. <laughs> no. Um, um, come on, Lord, 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 come on. Speaking about not being disqualified as well as... I'm trying to, like, just talk. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, that there's another one I just yeah. lost. <laughs> It'll maybe come back It'll, to me. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there's... Hey man, where is it? It's okay. Let's just move on. We've got all this dead air. <laughs> okay, but um, yeah, where there's it's it's a bit of a um, process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now I'm spacing. Pro- processing is a process. Mm-hmm. 
It is a process. And the healing and, and like you were saying with the why me or I think that's what you're talking about. The why me? Yeah. Everyone, you were, I think you were like trying to say like everyone's thinking it's why me and some may turn it off and be like, you know, it's still hurting. Oh, yeah. You're like you're going, you're like, mm, 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 mm. oh, so, okay. This is what Pastor Rick said. Sometimes, like, when you're just, like, going through it, you're trudging through, it's, like, we think we think that every, I think a lot of times, like, new Christians think that every second with God should feel, like, the most amazing. Yeah, like, <laughs> everything's amazing. It's, like, sometimes the bravest thing that we can do is stay on, stay the course. Be still. Do the disciplines. So what are the disciplines? It's praying, reading your Bible, fasting. Um, there's like our outward dif- disciplines and there's like our inward disciplines that we have. Um, I'm like, we did this amazing class with Pastor Don Cherie this, this past year. I love that woman. She's an amazing <laughs> human. So it, it, it's... It's doing the things. It's, um, uh, yeah. It's doing the things that worked. And Keep doing them, and even if for a season it feels like they're not working. If if journaling worked for you, keep journaling. Don't mm. give it up. If you know doing a nature walk and praying on your nature walk worked for you, and now it's not. Like, don't give it up. Or say you, say you have gone into a new season of life and you have a kid or you have a husband now and and you stop doing those things, go back to those things. Like, Perfect. Get Thank em. you, Lord. So, <laughs> I like you said, get them. <laughs> so, basically, the bro, every time, just this whole time during this podcast, I'll have a moment and she's just like... <laughs> um... Where when you the remote dies, right? You don't go and throw away the remote. You put new batteries. So when your faith dies mm-hmm. or whatever, or when you're when, but you've been using that remote. You've been using that faith this whole time. You've been using not using God, but you've been walking with God this whole time. It's been working. The remote has been working for the TV. Yeah. It's been turning it on and turning it off, changing channels and everything. And God has been healing you, helping you, holding your hand, loving you, crying with you, laughing with you, being mad with you. Yeah. But why change the remote just because it died? Mm-hmm. It was working. Yeah. Just go get back into his presence. It's time. It sounds like it's time for a recharge. Yeah. It's time for new batteries. Yeah. It's not time to go back to what he took you from. Right. It's not time to go back to what brought you to him. <laughs> <laughs> it's not time to look for the receipt for the remote. No. It's, it's time to go back. Yeah. Recharge. Turn around. Because, let me say something. Going to buy a new remote could be... More traumatizing than anything. Mm-hmm. You're gonna go out there like you're just adding you're on like, more healing. Yeah, you're just adding on more time. More than time. It's gonna take God to do the work. He's like, thanks. 
you just add it on. It's like, just be patient. But, but, but okay, let's get this done. <laughs> like, literally, just be still. Okay, you're, the storm is raging. And you're sitting here screaming. Okay, you, screaming's not working. Yeah. Just shut up and be quiet for a minute. Um, yeah. How do you know God's not talking to you through the storm? And you're just screaming your head off, thinking God's not listening, God's not paying attention, God, I'm struggling, and you're just up there looking, and he's just like, if you would be quiet for like one second, <laughs> one second, one. I'm whispering to Un you, but you're screaming at me. Yeah. Yeah. Just, 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 for one second. <laughs> don't, don't. And then you're just like fed up and you're just like, no, see, God, you're not listening, whatever. I'm going to go because at least I can get a quick fix with that. And he's just like, I'm not yeah. trying to give you a quick fix. I'm not trying to one night stand you like Pastor Rich said. I'm trying to finish this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Goes back to what's killing you is keeping you alive. Like, and I will keep coming back to that because mm-hmm. it's so, it's what so many of us do. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm. I don't want to die and I feel like I'm in this slow death with God so I'm just going to go have this one night stand or I'm just going to go pick up those pills or whatever and it's like little do you know you're going to walk back to God anyways with your tail between your legs the oh shame's going to hit, so the guilt's going to hit, and you're going to realize, as so no, <laughs> I'm feeling it right now because literally recently I've done some stupid things and it's like even there's even times where even before you do it it's just like this is not gonna help yeah this is not really what i want i'm just selling myself short because i just wanted something quickly but i'm knowing this isn't gonna help yeah Mm -hmm. this isn't i'm looking for that quick fix but deep down i know this isn't gonna help and then when i do it it's like even worse because now not only did i just disappoint my father right not only is he now weeping because i just pretty much threw away everything for something that's just gonna kill me in the end it feels like you threw it away. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. But feels you like didn't. It, you didn't, because you can just go right back to God. And he's like, open arms, gives you a yeah. ring and a coat. And he's like, hey, yeah, love you. Hey. Let's go. Let's continue walking now. Yeah. You done? <laughs> are you done? <laughs> Pretty much. Like, are you done? Okay. Still yeah. in the same spot you left him. And he's like, are you done? Are you? Are you? You miss it? And you're just like, no, I don't. Yeah. Honestly, I don't. It sucks when you know. It was know, just comfortable. It sucks when you know that you're gonna go back to him, and you're like, here, and you know you're gonna have to say sorry. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know, in certain situations, you know you're gonna have to say sorry to someone else, but you just can't help yourself. You can't help it, and then once you do it, but like the thing is is the enemy is whispering in your ear mm-hmm. the whole way up to it. It's not that bad. It's okay. You did like, it once. You're just you're going to just be able to turn right back around. It's fine. You're God okay. You. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And then as soon as you do it, before you know it, shame like... engulfs you. Guilt, shame, regret. And, and you're he continues like, whispering. See, you already did it. You might as well continue. Or, God doesn't care. You just messed up. You're yeah, pissed off God's not going to want you back. Right. You might as well just keep you going. You committed the unforgivable sin. Yeah. <laughs> and and you're just in this like vicious cycle. It's called toxic shame, where you're like, I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm never going to do that again. And then 
you know, later that day, you literally, you go back and you do it again. And then the next morning you wake up and you're like, I'm never going to do that again. And then, you know, like, it's this like, uh, uh, and you just keep building more and more and more shame on yourself because you're like, well, you know, I say I'm never going to do that again, but I definitely probably am going to do it again because I don't know how to not do it because I'm a mess up because I'm terrible. And it's, that's just like, it's just how the enemy, like, likes to play it's his game it's and that is when you in those moments i feel like it's easier said than done sometimes but that is when you apply the sword yeah because he's lying but you already know the truth Mm -hmm. just like jesus and i thought it was so funny when i read it too because here satan is trying to tempt jesus god with what he created like he knew the truth and, and he, yet he still responded with the scripture but imagine if Jesus was just responding like dude <laughs> do you know who you're talking to right yeah and that's how we should have that boldness we should have where like you're talking to a child of God Satan yeah get behind me mm. wouldn't that be so funny if Jesus <laughs> literally did say that like right, in like, the bible it was actually like I created you silly <laughs> He's like, boy, you don't know nothing. Like, right, like you about to get messed up. Who like, you, I can blink your forehead and you'll be just, done. Just wait till the end of days. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait till I like, climb up on that cross. Me. Right. Like, like, like your days are over, Satan. What if he, he like that'd politely, be so funny if Jesus did that? But just politely he responds. This is what the word says. It's so crazy. Jesus is even kind to Satan. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. Because it's not true. It's not. That's not true. But, but no, no, no. But think about it though. Like, because for all those who feel like you know, I'm just the worst. You know, I'm just horrible. But remember, God knew Satan would be would try, try it. Yeah. But he still created him. Wow. He still had him in heaven. Yeah. He gave him, and just like Judas, he gave him the position of the beauty and. And, and and voice of angels and to, to worship him right and just like judas he gave judas jesus gave judas the position even as a thief and a traitor the position of watching over the very thing he was planning on stealing yeah wow so even so no don't even discredit yourself for that because even god is kind yes to satan yeah even god is kind to but to a certain extent yeah. Because now you're messing with my children. Right. Right. Now you're hurting my children. Now you're trying to get my children to come with you to hell. Yeah. I punished you, but now you're trying to get your siblings punished too. Yeah. Oh, nice try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice try. Nice try. Nice try. But, yeah, don't, don't play it. Because now others can see, like, okay, if God, the creator of all things, all perfect being is still merciful although satan tried it so now he's he's no longer there's no longer mercy for him and then plus how can another thing i thought to myself satan's going to hell yes it's been already spoken to whatever but i feel like it's there because he won't stop yeah same thing with us we get a second chance yes and i feel like the devil's second chance was when he was in heaven you're already here Mm. they have to make it here 
So yes, I will give them a second chance. But you're already here and you messed up. Wow. Mm. That's a thought. <laughs> you already see the beauty of, of, of the life you have. But then for that matter. And while in heaven you got greedy. Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. We're basically living on heaven on earth. They were right. literally walking. And they they chose wrong too. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, he didn't really... I think that by giving us free will and giving us our, our own choice, um, like... I think he knew, mm-hmm. you know? I think he already knew that we were going to do this. He already knew that he, you know, why why create us to have free will? And it's so that we can choose God. Um, it's so that it's for his glory. Because <laughs> how much glory would it give him if we didn't have free will and we had to choose him? I wouldn't give him any glory. Mm-hmm. So, going back to glory. <laughs> yeah, like, if if we were able to do it all on our own, if we were able to scream, why me, and God was to... That's what I wanted to say. If God was to... If we hadn't sinned, God would have never had to stop anything. Yeah. But that moment where we're thinking, God, you have the power to do all of this... But it wouldn't be free will if I was to stop everything, every bad thing you're doing. Yeah. It wouldn't be free will if I'm constantly preventing you from messing up. Yeah. If I'm constantly, if I have that barrier where they can't do this. Yeah. It wouldn't be free will. And I know it sucks because, I mean, this person is using their free will to hurt me. But... Now I get to use my free will to heal those who are hurting. Teach those who are hurting. That's great. That's so good. And it's... it's, (sighs) Imagine being feared by hell. I know. (laughs) But that's how... That's literally how we should be. Because think about it. I know a lot of people are saying like we're on... Oh, we made it to an hour again. I feel like it's fine. Whatever. I'm just... Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. No, continue. Oh, but imagine... <laughs> um, I kind of lost my train of thought, though. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. But imagine... Okay, but imagine feeling that boldness of... God took me out of that. Mm. And he's taking me towards that you can't fear the darkness Mm -hmm. if you're going to fight the darkness Mm -hmm. yeah i heard god say that to me um one of the days what like the second or third day that i was in treatment um this guy came over sat next to me um and had a pentagram on his leg and said that he worshiped you know how many times people have sent me that when i'm like trying to preach the gospel today it's hilarious yeah like he's like literally sitting right next to me and i mean this was another one of those moments where like i hadn't been around people in so long and i just like 
I don't know. I, I just heard God speak so loudly, like, you cannot fear the darkness if you're going to fight the darkness. And so from that moment on... I'm calling you to walk and be the light in the darkness. How are we going to be scared if I'm sitting mm-hmm. here? Yeah, so I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm, I'm uh, not going to be afraid of this Satan worshiper that's sitting right next to me. I mean, he told me he was a Satan worshiper mm-hmm. and that also he like drank blood and stuff like that. Okay. So okay. <laughs> I was, I got orig- uh, initially like, and that's not saying that like I have to be around him. Mm-hmm. Um, although like at that, anyways, I didn't have to be around him. Um, because I, at that point I wasn't strong enough, but now that I'm, doing a lot better and I still probably really wouldn't want to be around a Satanist right now but there is going to have to be a point where it's like uh, I can't be afraid of this anymore I gotta I gotta like have trust that my God is stronger than this and that my God is working through me and um, yeah um. within reason Okay, because we're both tired and um, yes. I'm hungry, I'm yeah. going to end this on the note of, we say, why us? Why Moses? Moses was in Egypt, left Egypt, left that the, the pain and was oh, sent wow. back. That's good. And although they were a bit ungrateful, or... Why me? Why Jesus? Mm. That's good. That's good. <laughs> so, in conclusion, mm-hmm. trauma. It's not in vain. It's not in vain. It is hard. It is not good. We don't like to go through it. Mm-hmm. It hurts. It takes a lot of healing. A lot of time, a lot of patience, a lot of care, but ultimately... Those battle scars. Yeah, it can be used for good. Ultimately, it can be a a good thing. Our definition of good and God's definition of good are two different things. Mm-hmm. We see, oh my gosh, I just went through all this pain and trauma, and now I feel like I'm trauma-dumping on someone, but God sees... The person in the back who is secretly listening, who walked into church not feeling like he deserved it or he should be there and heard your story. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this is home. Mm. Yeah. So on that note, I would like to tell each and every one of you, I love you. We love you. Thank you for Um, inviting me. Of course. This has been fun. Y'all let me know on the Instagram your thoughts. And until next time.